0: There it is. Good evening to you. It's Tuesday, January 9th at PM, 11.04 p.m. Uh, Purdue's just gotten their ass kicked by Nebraska. 88-72. to 72. Um, You can spin this however you want. I don't think there's any way to spin this one. Um, Nebraska's better than they were last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last year, if you remember back, they took Purdue to overtime in Lincoln. Uh, and this year... Nebraska didn't need overtime. Nebraska didn't need anything. They just kicked the hell out of Purdue. Um, That's an awful game. That's an awful performance by Purdue. And I had somebody on Twitter say, "Uh, Purdue's playing okay. No. You're not playing okay when you let a team keep doing the same thing over and over. And a team can get hot or whatever. You don't let them stay hot. You do whatever you can. You and I have played pickup basketball, and if people are lighting you on fire... Start beating the shit out of them. Like, I mean, seriously. Show some gumption. Act like it matters. You're the number one team in America. Nebraska is a, a, a team that should make the tournament, looks like to me. And Purdue didn't have it. They didn't have it at all today. Um, Zach Eadie was kept in check for multiple reasons. Number one, he got in foul trouble early. Um, but Nebraska just rained fire on Purdue from three. I think seven, I think Hummel said seven different players hit threes. That's not good as a defense. Nebraska shot 60% from the three-point line. 60%, 84% from the free-throw line. Purdue shot a respectable 73% from the free-throw line, 39% from three. It's okay. Purdue turned the ball over 14 times. Nebraska turned over it uh, over nine times. Um, Nebraska has played way better than Purdue. Um, and uh, I, I stopped watching with about... Two minutes left. Probably should have stopped earlier. In there, you probably had the same problem that I or that I did. Was these games remind you of games that we've seen before? Right. I mean, if Purdue lost to teams that were really good, I I don't maybe maybe wouldn't be as annoyed. Like I don't I don't even understand this team. Nebraska is a fine team. Nebraska is not as good as Purdue. Purdue goes plays Arizona and Illinois and Tennessee and. Gonzaga, and they play like it matters. They play with pace, play with purpose. Then they play Nebraska and Rutgers and Northwestern, IU, and they lose. Ah, It's tough to figure. Fairly Dickinson, it's tough to figure. So Nebraska did a smart thing. They said, okay, we're going to bracket Edie. And we're gonna dare produce guards to do something, and produce guards did nothing to counter it for about what, fifteen minutes, seventeen minutes. Mason Gillis was looking for a shot. That was good. It was like a one of the guys on the the court remembered, hey, this is how we lose guys when nobody's looking to make plays, and Edie is being taken away. This this is the problem. This is what this is the problem we've had guys over and over and over. So teams will dare you to do it. They'll say, okay, we're going to pack here. We're going to put a guy behind him and a guy in front of him. And then we're going to say, hey, we want your guards to do something. I think Lance Jones made a shot or two early. He, a, he he tried to bring him back. In the second half, Purdue cut it all the way down to one possession game. And then Purdue just proceeded to completely back off and allow Nebraska to get back into rhythm and just start bombing. Good for Nebraska. Good for like I, I assume they stormed the court. I heard the the buses weren't running or something in Lincoln, so they couldn't get to the the arena. I presume that because the basketball arena is far away. I've been to I've been to Nebraska. I've been to Lincoln uh, on the way to uh, Wyoming, and I don't I don't remember the basketball arena being super far away. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I don't know why the students would have been, wouldn't have been there. I think they're back on campus. Um, it didn't look like it. it. Looked like a lot of old people. Our pal Greg McManus was there, sadly in person. Um, he had to deal with it in person. I, I keep saying this. Been saying it for since what August. Is you you want to see what they do with losses? Like what do you learn from losses? And it, to me, it looks like nothing. Nothing much gets learned. And it's almost like they're like, yeah, don't have it today. It's not working. Yeah, I don't know if I should thank our sponsors today because I'm so negative but I will anyway thanks to the people who made the t-shirt I'm wearing Homefield Apparel head over to homefieldapparel.com enter Boiled23 fi- get 15% off your first purchase when you're on campus go over to AJ's AJ's on Vine AJ's near the fire station uh, eatajs.com if you want to order ahead thanks to our pals Adam and Jake for their partnership <sighs> let's read the stats Purdue's now 14 no, well, yep, produced 14 and two. produced 14 and two now. Uh, they will drop to seventh or eighth, I'd assume. Houston lost tonight. They were number two and the door was wide open for them to walk through. I mean, they, they didn't know this before. They were at Iowa State. Um, and they were underwater for much of the game. Uh, they made it they came back and then they lost. Um, so number one and two both lose. opens the door for some other teams. Nice for Purdue to share and, uh, and Houston to share. Houston, of course, hadn't had a loss on the season uh, before it was no Iowa State tonight. But the warnings were there. That's the thing. And it, you don't need warnings to know college basketball is hard. And it's really hard on the road. It's tough to win on the road. There's no doubt. Brian Newbert said this last year or two years ago. I don't remember. He said, you don't win the Big Ten Championship by meeting, beating Michigan State in uh, in March. You win the Big Ten Championship by beating Nebraska on a Tuesday night in January. And I think he said exactly that. If it wasn't Nebraska, it was Minnesota. <coughs> Pardon me. <clears throat> um, and I don't really care about the Big Ten Championship at all, honestly. I don't care about it. Um, but I do care about the team losing over and over to teams that, I mean, Nebraska's 12 and 3. It's good. Before this year, Fred Hoiberg was 9 and 50 in the Big Ten. Nine and fifty. He mustered it up today, though he dialed it in. Fred Hoiberg looked like a genius, and everybody on Nebraska looked like they were Steph freaking Curry. <laughs> so, congratulations, Nebraska, Nebraska fans. Um, let's see. Trey Kaufman ran, didn't shoot the ball, didn't shoot the ball, no points, four rebounds. Zach Eady, uh, fifteen points, uh, seven boards, an assist, a couple blocks three turnovers. I thought he had four. Uh, Braden Smith, 10 points, seven assists, four boards. Um Smith for chunks of the game would just disappear. Like nowhere on offense and nowhere on defense honestly either. I mean that's that was a bad game. I mean 10 points and and seven assists and four boards sounds pretty good. But I tell you, there were there were times where I was like, I don't even know where lawyer is. Spe- or, uh, pardon me, Smith. Especially in the first half, um, and I th- really liked the matchup. I was like, okay, if you put him on Tomina- Tamanaga, Tamanaga, I like that. I, it seems like a pretty good matchup, quickness wise, size wise. That should be a pretty good matchup for Smith. And much of the night, he wasn't even on him. Jones was on him. Uh, Tamanaga went off, 19 points, uh, four assists. I love Tamanaga. I love watching him play. I just don't like watching him go off on Purdue. Um, let's see, he was five and nine from three. Uh, Mast was two of five from three. Uh, Mast, of course, ran right into Lawyer on a pick. Had no idea he was there. I think they hit faces because he busted his nose. He had both of his nostrils plugged with tissue paper. Uh, lawyer, he was three and nine for the field, three of six. From three, that's solid, 50%. Um, 13 points, two assists, and three turnovers. He didn't start. He didn't deserve to start. I'll go next step further. The way he plays defense right now, he doesn't deserve to start next game. And Painter can say whatever starting Heidi was. I think Heidi started, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But Lawyer doesn't deserve it. The way he plays defense, if he's going to hold Colvin accountable... For not, for being lost on defense, he has to hold lawyer to the same the same standard. He has to. Good for lawyer for for hitting a couple shots. That's great. But Dag Nab watching him on defense is is extremely frustrating. And um, this this is supposed to be a thing that kind of sets the tone for Purdue, especially in previous seasons. Um, so Lance Jones, ten points, four boards, three assists, four turnovers. Like I said, 14 turnovers uh, off the bench. Let's see, uh, of course, Gillis. Gillis was huge. Gillis kept Purdue in it. Gillis helped Purdue get back. Gillis and Jones really helped Purdue scratch and claw their way back in. And Smith had a couple shots in that period, too. Smith had a big three. Um, But, uh, yeah, Gillis, 16 points on on 5 for 12 shooting from the floor, but 5 for 10 from three. I mean, dagnab. What's the guy got to do? Coming off the bench. I'd start him. Call me crazy. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Colvin didn't play. Uh, first, uh, I thought first would do okay. He came in uh, to guard Matt. Pardon me, Mast when um, when Edie went out on at one point in the second half. Let's see. Edie finished with how many fouls? Edie finished with three fouls. Heidi finished with four fouls, um, and Heidi looked like a freshman at times. I would take my lumps with Heidi myself. If that's if if there's going to be a takeaway, I'd take my lunch with lumps with Heidi. I'd put Gillis in the starting lineup uh, because he's a badass and he is tougher than anybody. There was a questionable, uh, flagrant call on on Gillis. He went he turned to block somebody out and he absolutely bodied him. Um, it was Gary from Nebraska and Gary flew as if he had been hit by a howitzer shell. Um, I know getting hit by Gillis is no picnic, but Big Ten basketball is Big Ten basketball. Like a minute later, uh, Gary drew contact on a, uh, I think it was on an attempt to rebound and had no problem with the body there, but that time it was like a yard sale. So uh, so three straight games, we've had Purdue players earn flagrants that are kind of at minimum head-scratching at max. Um, it shouldn't be called. But uh, good on Nebraska. Nebraska earns a victory and whatever comes with it. Uh, Let's see. Brent Williams says, what an embarrassment. True. Joe Inslee turnovers. Brock Stepler. That sucked. Nebraska couldn't miss either. Chris R. uh, In the time it took me to type this comment, Nebraska had another three. Yeah. Uh, They're going to be hitting threes all night. Um, Let's see. B. Murph says, Edie was so lost uh, by the different people guarding him. But this was a good test. Turnovers were the most concerning. Yeah, Purdue's had games where they've turned over more times, but 14 turnovers, not good. Uh, Painter's probably going to talk about that in the postgame. I don't feel like watching it right now. I'll watch it tomorrow. Um, yeah, again, what are they going to learn from this? What are they going to learn? What are they going to learn? When you're a physically superior team, you should exert your will, and Purdue couldn't do it. Purdue's guards didn't do anything to help Edie when he was in trouble, um, until the game was pretty much out of reach, and then they started hitting some shots, which was nice of them at that point. But uh, we've seen it. Melissa Hunt, how are you? Uh, looks stupid all night long. Yeah, felt stupid all night long. Adam Beasley uh, just got outplayed, mixed with some big, big shots, and you're getting beaten badly. Okay. Got to do something different. You have to do something different. I'm told... I've been told by many people, Matt Painter's a defensive genius and an offensive de- genius. Basketball savant. Does he not feel what's happening in these games when it feels like it's just slipping away and it's the same thing over and over? Does he not want to do anything to change it up? Does he not, is there any other option other than man-to-man? Is there anything you can do? Is there anything you can do? Is there any other defensive look you can throw at somebody? Other than doing the same thing over and over and over. Can you play physical on the edges? I mean, goodness gracious. Uh good on Nebraska again. Uh <clears throat> Purdue did not play. Okay, I agree, Brock. Vincent Moster says at least uh Painter adjusted the lineup uh to start the second half. Yep. Melissa Hunt. I, I, I tell you what. Uh yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not getting too far in that. I'm, I'm gonna censor myself. Melissa Hunt says, uh, don't know what's going on with Z, but the last 2.5 games, yeah, it's been rough. Things happen. Things happen. I mean, guys hit, uh, We really, Edie's been so darn consistent in his career. It's unusual to see two straight games where he plays poorly, um, but this was not a good game. Frail Hammers, uh, thanks for getting this pain process quickly tonight. Uh, you're welcome, Frail Hammers. Um, Gotta process it somewhere. Gotta get rid of it somehow, and let's do it this way together. Ted Berkey. That sucked. Move on and focus on Penn State. I'll be there. My pal Ed. Pal Ed is uh, over in London. Old London town. He said he was watching the game at 2 a.m., and poor guy couldn't sleep. Jet lag was hitting him. Sorry, he had to watch that, Ed. Need to be in verse. Not mad, just (laughs) disappointed. Same. Uh, I'm not going to read that. Sorry, Noel M23. Uh, Melissa Hunt, there was zero fire from anyone on the team tonight except Mason. I agree. That's That's probably the thing that bothers me more than anything. And the team is steady, right? We've seen that over and over over the years. They're a steady team. They're a consistent team. But in these games, when you're getting your balls kicked in, you have to have somebody, if not multiple people, who are just taking it personally. Gillis looked like he might have been. Uh, he was doing everything he could. But when I say taking a person, I mean, just getting pissed off, right? I mean, I've said this before. I know there's, there's a lot of things about reflecting your coach, and Purdue's team reflects their coach. And Painter is a relatively consistent guy uh, in before March. Well, he's consistent in March, too. But he's consistent in the regular season, right? You know what you're going to get generally. And he's even keel. And nights like this, you don't need even keel. You need a guy that's like, I'm going to go get the tech. And I know that there are some people that just say, oh, you can't say that. You can say that. When you can feel a game like this, go get the tech. And even if you get blown out, even if you get thrown out of the game and the team learns something from it, like maybe that guy's got our back. We're all in this together. Something to take away. Not, oh, well, not our night. It's okay. You, you lose, you go down swinging, I think that's a lot better than this. And then like a lot of the games we've seen the last few years. Um, frustrating product. Uh, frustrating in these games, these nights like this. Uh, Matt Giller says, why do they play down in their competition? I don't know. There's certain matchups that are clearly a part, uh, problem. I've tried to figure this out. I used to say it was rangy athletic guards that were the problem for Purdue because um, guys like Boo Booey, right? It was obviously a struggle. Other times you've had uh, both of the Rutgers guards go off on you. Um, You had uh, IU's guard who's now, I can't remember his name. He's now in the NBA, though, and he killed Purdue both times last year. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. These aren't the best teams in the league, though, and they're not the best teams in the nation that beat them. They're just not. But again, congratulations, Nebraska. Not taking anything from Nebraska, but the non-best teams in the nation—the teams that are middle and worse—the teams that are in the—I don't know what Nebraska is according to to the net right now. I didn't look at the net, um, but I, I don't think they're in the top 15 or 20. And I don't think the teams that beat Purdue are in the top 15 or in to, in to, or 20 generally. But that keeps happening uh Nick Cristiano that was awful performance looked eerily similar to Fdu the way they played them like Fdu but they're they're a much better team than Fdu they have I mean Fdu was a joke 300 300th in the net I'm sure I would guess yeah. Nebraska's in the 20 to 40 35 maybe 32 range I'm guessing I don't know um I can look up at look it up after the game um after this uh Brian T says well we knew we weren't going to sweep the big 10 just seemed like Purdue never got going. Why do did, why did we know Purdue wasn't going to sweep the Big Ten? I mean, like oh, you're saying because they already lost to Northwestern. That's not a reason to roll over. I know you're not saying that. Uh, Heidi and Colvin deserve to play more instead of Lawyer and Morton. I don't know what Morton has done to deserve the ire. Uh, I do know what Lawyer's done to deserve the ire. Uh, I, I, I got to tell you, Colvin has done something, and Painter is teaching a lesson. I don't know what that is. But Colvin's is clearly not playing right now and I don't know I hope he hopefully it kicks into gear there's something happening though I, I, he didn't play last game either I don't think he's I don't think he's injured so Nebraska I don't know what that means Nebraska 71 59. 59 Nebraska 59 Northwestern 71 you should come in and tell me that please I uh, so uh what he said? Nebraska's 59th in the net, Northwestern 71 in the net. Like I said, these aren't elite teams. Congrats, to Nebraska, for playing up. Nebraska's having a solid season. I'm just going to keep making sure I give credit to Nebraska because I probably have somebody in the comments going to say, you're not going to give credit to Nebraska? Okay. Congratulations, Nebraska. All the credit in the world to you. Uh, Let's see. Lance played sloppy, says Chris, Joey Ortman. Uh, says Lance Jones needs to stop shooting threes. He's so good at driving, not a good three-point shooter. Uh, Lance Jones is streaky. Uh, Lance Jones, his his stats tell the story, what he is as a three-point shooter. Um, I love Lance Jones. If you haven't watched the video on Lance Jones, on what the team did for him um, in the late summer after his father passed, please watch that video. I tweeted it out. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. More important than basketball. Much more important than basketball. Um, need to be in uh, Let's see. Uh, I don't want to hear any of that. Brock Stepler uh, I understand that. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to try to catch up. Purdue looked away, uh, way unprepared for this game. Also, Nebraska fifty hitting fifty eight percent. They won't do that again all season. Matt Killer says that. I don't. Um, I don't care. I mean, not, I'm not mad at you there. I just don't care about that stuff. That type of thing where I said, well, you're going to run into teams like that. Why don't they run into Illinois that way? Why don't they run into um, Michigan State that way? I don't know. Pick a team that's in the top 20 in the net. Arizona. They did run Alabama. They ran into Alabama, and they were shooting the damn lights out, and they found a way to, to beat Alabama. Alabama is a much more athletic team than Nebraska, Um, Hoiberg looks like a walk-on I don't know if he is a walk-on Tamanaga beats everybody by the way He just does this sometimes Um, But you should know it's coming Right? We've seen that You know it's coming from him Um, The difference really If you're going to really dig at this at What's the big difference Statistically, if it's just numbers If you just look at numbers You say, wow, Purdue played okay What happened? Except Zach Eady didn't play up to the level That we're accustomed to I think that's fair I think that's fair. I don't think that's the entire game, though. If you watch the game, if you and a lot of you didn't because you don't like paying NBC any extra. P- I know many of you made a point to me. You're not going to pay them another red cent. Okay. If that punishes you, that's stupid. If that punishes them, if you think, that's fine. I, for me, paying for Peacock is, is absolutely the right thing to do because I want to watch Purdue play. I want to watch them get their ass kicked by Nebraska. That's how I am. I'm a sadist. Um, let's see. Bitcoin is freedom says long term will be a good thing because even painter can't, uh, choose to play Morton over Heidi anymore. After this Morton defenders don't even care. He's shooting under 20% from the field this year. Yeah. uh, Um, I I have a hard time. I have a hard time taking, uh, just giving it to Morton. And if you haven't figured this out, I have a real hard time with that just because the dude's been a good warrior and he's a good soldier, but he doesn't, he doesn't look like the defender that he did two years ago. Um, I understand the point again. Um, I think I, like I said, I think I'd just start Heidi uh, in place of lawyer and have lawyer come off the bench and be a, a shot in the arm from a shooting standpoint if he can do it. Um, that's just me, but I'm not the coach. So there's a lot of a uh, lot of uh, psych things that coaches need to do and need to figure out with their team. Uh, Cobra threw and says don't hold back. It's it's reality. He he stopped himself. Richard Carter says, man, that sucked. Trip to Bloomington next week looms very large. Yeah. If you uh if you got a trade, uh winning at Bloomington would be I'll take that trade. I don't think that's how this work works, guys and girls. It's not how it works. Um Frail Hammer says produce struggles against teams wearing red. Uh, FDU was blue. Northwestern's purple. Uh but yes, Rutgers and IU are red. Uh and and golden and black. <laughs> Good point. Then read the whole comment. There was Western that traditional golden black power. Mr. Meister, my man. I uh, wish we had Tomanaga. I think everybody does. And I, I actually thought there was a chance at the end of the season, Purdue would go after him. Just gotta love that dude. I love that dude. So uh Benjamin Kaladinsky, my man. Tough to beat. Sixty point nine percent from three bummer, but the boilers need to regroup. Saw the lineup changes. We'll see if the message is received. We will. I like that he did it. There's a bigger picture here, right? Um, Painter's odd with his uh, changes in the lineup. He acts like it's um, a huge deal to change lineups. I think it's great to shake up lineups. I think it's awesome. Katie used to use that as his advantage. It's one thing I love Katie for. I think if you look at Painter versus Katie, if you really want to get analytical, I've done it a couple times. Painter's a more successful coach, he's a better recruiter, he gets more uh, higher. higher octane players in here he's obviously been number one many many weeks that Painter never did or pardon me Katie never did gracious brain is not good uh Brian T says Smith seemed out of control tonight does the team feed off of that when it happens it's a good question and I can think of and I can think of two possessions specifically in the second half where Smith looked completely out of sorts I asked myself is he sick? Because he did did not look like himself, Does not look like the same guy that many people in America were saying that's an all-American. Not at all. One possession in particular, he threw a pass uh, that was an absolute prayer. He threw it kind of up in a hook motion or something towards the three-point line with the clock running out. Heidi had to, I think it was Heidi, had to throw something trying to draw iron it was either Heidi or, or Jones. Doesn't matter. Bad possession. Bad couple possessions. He did look a little bit out of sorts. A lot out of sorts. Um, yeah. Rock Stepler says, I guess I didn't real, realize Lawyer was three for six, but it felt worse. Yeah, it did. It felt much worse. Boilers 0 uh, one A wise man once told me to circle games in mid-January to gain a sense of this team. Does 1-9 count as mid-January or still beginning? Asking for a friend. I'd count this as mid. If you, uh, I mean... I guess we're one day from mid, right? If you break it down to to uh, three parts, but yeah, I I I think you can count this in that group. What are they going to learn? What are they going to learn from this? And what is going to be the take up? No 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 loss is just sitting there by itself. Uh, Andrew White says Hood Shafino. Thank you. Could remember his name. Um, let's see. Uh, Alex Chaton says, "Don't need debate. Be down Let's see. Uh, Ed Albany says, "Where would Brandon Newman be in the lineup if he stayed at Purdue?" I think Newman would have been pretty deep, pretty deep because his problems uh, are. If you've watched Western Kentucky play, I've I've watched him play a couple times. Watched him play the other night, and a really good night. Um, he he still can shoot, but his defense is inconsistent. Still, um, he takes possessions off. I think that's what annoys painter more than anything is when guys flat out take possessions off. and that's probably my biggest rub with lawyer. So I'm calming down now guys. that's the good thing. But I'm able to be somewhat analytical right now um, is lawyer's inability to do anything on defense and stay in front of guys, to get through picks, to, to communicate to his teammates. Uh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal and it's, uh, it's legit. Um, struggle. Yeah, frail hammer says, aren't you going to give credit to Nebraska? It's a good point. I give all credit to Nebraska. Wow, great win. Thanks for reminding me. I know, it's a joke. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, Jay Bird, 47-21. Alabama didn't shoot 60% from three. That's insane. Again, how many times, not mad at you, but how many times, I'm kind of mad at you, how many times are we going to make this effing excuse where we say, wow, they, they just shot so well. Wait, they just shot so well. Adjust your defense to the situation. Adjust your defense. Do everything you can within your power. And if he's going to tell me in the press, we did everything. We threw everything we could at them, and they kept it in threes. No, they didn't. Do everything they could. You guys know what you can do. You can change your defense even more. There are other things you can do as a coach. Um, Boiler bugle. Too many sloppy, lazy passes. Jeff, uh, looking forward to 9 p.m. Pacific time starts. Yeah. Yeah, you guys know how I struggle as an old man. Uh, Kirk Harris loves Heidi. Uh, need, need to be averse. What gets me is not the road loss per se. That happens to all teams. But the margin is hard to stomach. Yeah, getting your butt kicked by 16 is really hard. I don't know. Like I think this is a constant thing sports fans say, right? When you say, well, which is harder? Losing to Rutgers by, uh, was that an overtime possession when Harper hit the three? Or was that the end of regulation? When he hit the 45-footer to beat Purdue, which one feels worse? The Harper loss feels worse, right? This one, you kind of knew. With about, I'd say with seven, eight minutes left, I was pretty sure it was over. Purdue had made their run, and then they couldn't get over the hump. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that one felt worse. That one felt worse. Which one is worse? Uh, They're both losses. So, they're equal. (laughs) And it doesn't really matter The thing, like I said, that bothers me is that this team finds a way to get up for good teams. Sadly, the NCAA tournament starts with bad teams, if you're a good team. We have no indicator that this isn't an isolated event. We have no indicator. Purdue will come out, my guess, and beat the living hell out of Penn State on Saturday at 2.15. They will beat them up. And they will be angry. And the students will be there. And my guess is Edie will be back. This is just a... Miss cleo looking at her ball um and then you've got IU which is great so now go beat the hell out of IU and then i would say okay we're fine now i can i can i can find some center there because not because IU is good because they're not IU can't shoot worth a damn if you watched IU play before Purdue play they are a bad shooting team they are a bad offensive team they're a mediocre defensive team so when they beat Purdue or if they beat Purdue they don't have Hood Shafino on that team. They've got a they've got a good seven footer. He's not Edie. So if that's the trade we have to make, fine. The bigger trade, like I said, the big trade is lose games in early mid-January. Lose a game in February and show me that you're getting better. Show me the next time a team does this bracket against Edie that you just counter. Right? You're like, okay, get into an arms race with a team. Purdue didn't do that tonight, right? Nebraska pushed out and Purdue had nothing to do to match them. They couldn't match them. They did for one one spell, which was nice Uh, Karen Gerlach's Gerlach says court storm after our shit storm. Yeah, the uh, court storms they earn it, you know, like um, Anish always says storm the court for everything. That's fun. The sad thing is these were old people storming the court. It seems It's a little weird Sam Noel says Colvin played three minutes early. What let me see this again. Hmm. Colvin is not showing up on my box score from the website that I choose, and I don't I don't know them anything, so I'm not gonna say which one it is. But they don't show him on the box score at all, which is bizarre if he played. So thank you. I appreciate that. Um Nick, you how many number one teams in the nation lose by 15 in the history? Oh, NCAA, lots. Lots of number one teams get their ass kicked. It happens. That's not that big of a deal. What's I told you the thing it's a big deal is that the profile of the teams that beat Purdue over and over and over is the thing I don't get. I do not get. I am not at the point where I understand what's happening. Tripod. Uh, it's not like they're storming the football field. What? I don't understand. Uh, Bitcoin is freedom. Uh, he already said that. Uh, okay. Bitcoin is freedom says Colvin was in there. ESPN didn't put him in. They didn't put him in their box score. Okay. Joe Inslee, which big teams? Can, which big 10 teams can beat Purdue if Purdue turns the ball over less than 12 times? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Here's, here's, a, here's what Purdue needs. I mean, let's, again, let's try to be analytical here. I think I've I've burned out, which is good, or at least burned out some of it. Hopefully, you have as well. But on a game where you have, see, the funny thing is, it's really the big difference in the box score. When I, if I'm looking for something glaring, it's just Eddie being off his pace. But he's really not. Last couple games, this is kind of how he's played. But 15 and seven is pretty significantly off his pace because he, I think, he was averaging a double double at least earlier. Um, yes, yeah, so you have a. I mean, pretty solid output. Kaufman-Wren is an unusual one, 0.0 shot attempts, but 15-10, 13-10. Another guy with 16 points. It's not bad. Scoring 72 points. That's... He, Purdue, historically, under Painter, especially over the last three or four years. Uh, I think... It, I think... Is it 71 points is kind of the breaking line? Generally, they win when they score more than 71 points. I think that's true. It's either 71 or 75. Doesn't matter. Not tonight. Um... Uh, no uh, no m23 who's been a ray of sunshine in the comments like there's a couple <laughs> this team isn't winning in bloomington prepare yourselves all right uh bitcoin is freedom we only had 14 turnovers tonight sadly we really didn't play average and still got destroyed alex chatton ed average 22 and 10 okay so he's off his pace 15 and 7 Yeah. Uh, yeah um Karen Gerlach says, I'm betting we're winning Bloomington. Good. Got some balance in the world. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys, girls. It's okay. It's okay. And I'm sorry for for losing my cool. I, I'd like to, frail hammers, I'd like to give credit to Nebraska for, for winning the game. Congratulations, Nebraska, on the big W. My wife couldn't get over the fact, we're watching it on, on the Peacock, and uh, she couldn't get over the fact that... Um, Nebraska hadn't beaten a number one since 82. And my son and I both said, it's tough to be the number one, generally. That's not that weird, unless you're playing Purdue. And Purdue, see, the thing is, I and I said, Purdue gets back to number one. They, they've they done it a lot. Eight weeks last year. This week, I think it's already been, or this year, it's already been five or six weeks they've been at number one. Um, I don't know if they'll get back to number one this time. I don't really care. I don't care about rankings. I don't care about the Big Ten title. I care about the team playing its best basketball in March. This was assuredly the worst version of this Purdue team. That's one thing I think we can all agree upon. Now, the reason for Purdue losing, um, whether you put it at the feet of Edie for not playing his best game, I think Edie would take, I, I guarantee you, if he's, I don't think he was meeting with the media tonight. He got really frustrated tonight. It's a frustrating night for him. Um, he gets frustrated every now and again. It's okay. He's human. Um, He's also a guy that you know will work his ass off in the wake of a loss. We know that. Um, But there are some things this team, like I said, they can't really run from some things that they are um, other than people developing. You have to have people develop to overcome some of the problems that they have personnel-wise. And the fact that Colvin is now playing three junk minutes and not working more into the lineup earlier, that's... Not going the way I was hoping. Heidi moving more into minutes. That's a positive. Uh, Morton playing earlier minutes. That looks good. But I don't. I mean, Morton couldn't have ended with. He couldn't have ended with many minutes. Probably right at his average, I would guess. um, Without looking at that. So uh, Purdue needs to learn. Purdue needs to get better. They need to have these losses mean something. Uh, They need to mean something later. We need to see, you know, and we don't know. We don't know the future. But they need to have losses like this hurt bad enough that guys are just like, when they feel it happening, they do something. You're going to lose games. Losing to Nebraska at Nebraska is not the end of the world. Continually losing to teams that aren't great is baffling. Baffling. Uh, Brian T., thank you for being the voice of our outlet Recaps are cathartic. I hope you feel that way. God bless you. I hope you do. I really mean that. I hope you feel better. I feel better after doing venting for nearly 40 minutes. I don't know you, who had the over-under tonight. Um, but they aren't short. Quick cast and post games are not short. Uh, young C 12 says, time to go 6 and for the rest of January. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Um, like I said, I just want to see some things. I want to see th- some things get better. I want to see the team grow up change, learn some things, kind of start one of these runs where you're like, wow, this is special. You see it. Um, And then even then, like, because all of you in this box, you remember the Haas and PJ Thompson team that won 17 straight games and then lost in the round of 16. Haas cracked his elbow that tournament, But that's the whole thing. Sadly, we are all tainted by this. And this... You just want to see the team get the taste out of their mouth from last March. And you have to go through this process before you could get there. And in the meantime, you have to have teams galvanize themselves. Guys become something that they aren't currently as we're watching. You have to have something special happen on some level for this team to develop to the next level still. But to have a team get to number one, that's pretty special. I keep saying that. That is really, really special. It really is. But when you get knocked out over and over and teams rush the court on you, doesn't feel very good. Somebody made a funny comment. I wish I could remember who it was on Twitter. They said uh, uh, Houston didn't even earn the court storming at Iowa State. That was funny. My guess is that Iowa State didn't have their students there. I don't know why they wouldn't rush the court when number two Houston loses. When they beat the number two team in America, because typically that little number, that single digit number, especially in the top five, that's going to earn a court storming. Karen Gerlock does not like that, but that's going to earn a court storming most of the time. So um, Ed Albany says, good that we experience a loss now and hope we learn, hope we respond, how we respond will matter. Painter needs to talk to Jordan Peterson. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, I wish I had added that, but it's funny. Um, uh, Bitcoin is freedom. We will get the taste out. Uh, we will beat the 16 seed this year. I almost guarantee it, but let's get a Big Ten title first because we are 5 to 10% to win it all. Yeah, I saw that Vegas has some odds. I don't understand any of that. You guys have heard that? I'm not kidding, by the way. When I say I don't understand odds and uh, Vegas, I really don't. Part of it, I could learn it, obviously. There are dumber people than me, I believe, that Mm -hmm. understand Vegas odds a lot more than I do, and I don't want to learn it. I don't like betting. I don't see much worth in it. People always say it makes the game more interesting. Not for me. I enjoy watching games that aren't Purdue. They're enough for me just to tune in and watch them. Um, The sad thing is I know fewer players than I used to, simply because of the revolving door at most schools, um, at most In most teams whatever you want to call it because schools is kind of loose because they have a school affiliation but gosh darn it we know that well, these guys aren't going to class north carolina proved that years ago by the way and they still got to keep their title so it's not like i'm talking out of my ass here this is true um uh, okay alex chatton says iowa state didn't have their students that is correct so so what happened iowa state beats houston their adults decide they're not going to rush the court nebraska beats purdue their adults decide Let's run on the court. I don't fault either side. I mean, I get I get the adults at Iowa State not wanting to rush the court. And I I also understand it's fun, special to beat the number one team. So Nebraska rushed the court. Nebraska is far from a basketball school. We all know that. Um and that's why Hoyberg still has his job. If we're gonna be real honest, he should have been fired last year at the end of the season. I think by any measure, almost everybody thought he'd be gone. But he still has a job, and it looks like it's paying off huge dividends, beating the mighty Boilermakers. Uh, Brian T., uh, betting gives more gray hairs. (laughs) I'm getting enough for all of us, or uh, getting enough of those as it is. Look at my beard. I don't bet. Still have a gray beard. Um, Yeah, Doug and Angie Lada, both of them are on this uh, feed. Uh, Look like FDU. Uh, Nobody seemed excited. Nebraska out-hustled Purdue. Uh, Gillis looked excited, and Gillis was one of the indicators in the FDU game that I was so bothered by. I was like, oh, Purdue's toast, because he started pump-faking. Tonight, he was pretty resolute. I think I only saw him pump-fake once, and then he passed a pretty good – he sent a pretty good pass into Edie right then. He was looking for a shot. He was hunting, which is great. Um, That's awesome to see. Um... Bitcoin is free says, I don't bet either, but it's somewhat standard math just based on odds. Yeah, I understand all that. I get that. I get that. I understand it. Um, yeah. So, all right. I stayed on a lot. I've wound myself down. Thank you guys. I'll say thank you to you guys for letting me wind down. Like I said, next up, Purdue will play Penn State on Saturday afternoon at 2.15. I'll be there. I'll be there. Look for me. I'll look like this. Um, and, um, by the way, Jay Money, uh, was on the Twitter machine earlier today and he made a lot of people angry with an observation that he's really good at pissing people off on Twitter. Um, if you, maybe some of you guys know who's tweeting, he tweets a lot less on the boiled sports feed than he used to, but every now and again, he'll see something, it gets him kind of revved up and he starts on there. So he, he he tweeted probably 10 times in the last 24 hours and uh, got a bunch of people upset with us, which who cares? They're IU fans. But people always, there was a guy that literally found my bio on boiled sports and the guys, uh, he's like, I got him nailed. No, you don't. I didn't do that. There's, we we never claim it's just me on the boiled sports feed and it wasn't me who tweeted that. And I don't care if it, it doesn't matter if it was just, we're different. Our style's different. Uh, I agree with what Jay said, uh, but it wasn't me. Um, but uh, good night to you guys. Thanks for staying up. It's 11.47 p.m. in uh, in Indiana. It's 10.47 in Nebraska, and they're still having a good time. And it's like, what, 4 in the morning, almost 4 in the morning, something like that in London. My pal Ed, hopefully he's asleep by now. Jim Garfinkel says, hey, Dowd, where do you have Edie in your pre-NBA mock draft today? It's a very good question. Let me check. Let me check my pre-NBA mock draft. Hold on, he's right. He's right in here. If you're watching at home, you can see he's right there. Right, right there. Hope that helps. My pre-NBA mock draft. Yeah, it's it's a it's an important board. You want to get up there. You want to really earn your way up there because everybody listens to me. Um, yeah. Thanks for the question. <laughs> so, um, yeah all right, boys and girls. Everything's going to be fine. sun's going to rise tomorrow. It's going to be awful weather on Sunday here in central Indiana, but on Saturday at 2.15, it's going to be warm and Mackie. Grand scheme of things, big picture, all that stuff, uh, it all matters, and we don't know how this thing ends. We are not clarifying it. Even uh, some people claim that they're going to guarantee that Purdue's going to lose in Bloomington. You don't really know that. You don't really know that. We don't really know the fight the team has, and we don't really know how these things affect them. We don't know how they're... How things like the story that Lance Jones told on the Big Ten Network affect the team in the big scheme of things. Again, that is such a good story. Uh, I suggest you watch it. And hats off to Purdue's team for rallying around Lance Jones during that time. Um, Much more important than things like the game tonight. God bless you. Hammer down. Uh, Purdue is 14-2. and Still pretty good. But let's hope they grow up. See ya.